this show establishment warned you about. And welcome back to the Dr. Tommy Show. Joining you from Hillsborough County, home of the highest sales tax in the whole state of Florida. <laughs> thanks to voters yesterday. This is the Dr. Tommy Show. I'm America's Free Market Doctor, Dr. Tommy McElroy. And joining me once again is our co-host back, Tracy. Good morning. And we are glad to join you and we're glad to tell you about our wonderful, wonderful sponsor named Atlas MD, which is the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices. It's an electronic record. It's a billing solution. It's a messaging messaging solution. It is a uh, all-in-one software to get up and going for your direct primary care concierge medicine practice within five minutes. And it's also free to try for two months. If you go to drtommyshow.com and click on special offer for Atlas MD, you can have it free, which is a $600 value. Thank you to uh, Dr. Josh Umber and his colleagues at Atlas MD for providing that. And back to, the we are now the home of the highest sales tax in the whole state of Florida. So we averted, we averted a blue wave in Florida, but we did not avert a humongous sales tax. So now instead of 7%, which was what our former sales tax was, uh, due to various different Hillsborough County referenda, we are now 8.5%. Yes. Why do you think the people voted for that? Because they wanted the kids not to suffer from air conditioning problems and leaky roofs. That's the 0.5%. And they wanted better traffic. That's the 1%. So yeah, back if you're not familiar with us uh, in Hillsborough County, we have notoriously bad traffic in Florida, which mm-hmm. is, it is what it is. It's been that way forever. It will always be that way. It will be that way. There's um, there's been nothing road, we can there's do been about road it. construction going on, interstate construction going on since I moved to Florida. And I think I moved to Florida in 1983. Yeah. So there's never going to be good traffic. It's just like, you know, there's never going to be good traffic in LA, but the voters, the, the majority, vast majority, because it requires greater than 60%, have decided that the county has the wisdom uh, to now enact a 1% sales tax increase mm-hmm. on all goods sold in the county uh, for 30 years. That's nothing. 30 years? And they're going to build some sidewalks, going to build some trails, and going to improve the roads. Yes, yeah, so they're going to build sidewalks where you will never... S- I mean, right. they're not going to be necessary. And they're going to build trails because, you know, when it's rush hour, what better way to beat the traffic than to take your uh, car down a trail? Well, maybe it's for bicyclers. Right. Because we're going to now bicycle to mm-hmm. work. Yes. When it's 105 degrees. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> fix roads. So this is a boondoggle uh, and mm-hmm. no other way of saying it. This is a, a money, a honey pot of money that's just going to go to a, a fund, which I'm sure they'll have projects. It, and I'm sure they'll spend every last dollar of it. But I guarantee you, it will not help your congestion to the uh, tune of 1% sales tax. It may You're improve. completely naive if you think that it's going to. Well, I Come think on. if you do, you're, you're thinking with your heart and not your head. And then the other one, so 0.5%. So this one's to help. So this is in our county. 0.5% is so that we can have uh, in our school system here, Hillsborough County Schools, the government schools, uh, publicly funded government schools apparently need air conditioners and roofs. And since 08, apparently the recession is what they said that they've suffered from lack of funding. Well, we know all the uh, Pasco County and Hillsborough County. I know there's always been um, budget cuts every year. They're looking to 
cut back somewhere. Um, administrator fee um, pay is never a cut. Well, but they cut back on uh, classes or sports. Well, what did our uh, patient say this morning? So I thought it was the lottery was going to do that. Yeah, and that, yeah. So we, the yes. lottery was going to fund the schools. We we're never going to have to worry again. So we just had um, the biggest lottery ever in history. A billion, one point six billion. It was yes. the multi-state lottery. Yeah. yeah. So what you know, the the money that comes from that goes to the school, supposedly. Supposedly. But here's the thing. Okay, so there's not enough money. Okay, let's go with the argument. There's not enough money. Governments run schools funded by the taxpayers. There's not enough money right now. Okay, um, what's the answer? The government schools have not given the government, not just the county government. Let's not put all the blame at the school board. The county, the school board, the state government, and the federal government, because we give money to the federal government, and they send some of it back in the form of federal aid to the schools. They have not done the right thing with all the school money. They have mismanaged their resources. And now we have yes. poor schools with air conditioners that don't work in hot Florida and leaky roofs. So the children are in danger. Now, the answer to that is what? Well, they think the answer is to take more money from us. And give it to them. The yes. same people. The same people that can't get it right. Think of this. What if you ran a nightclub and you hired a new manager? And ever since you hired this new manager, the the you know... The, the books have been wrong. The drink orders are all screwed up. The, the patrons aren't coming anymore. Uh, everything's going off the rails. And then you and your wisdom decide, you know what? We need to give some more money to that manager to help them better manage this, this bar he because needs- clearly it's not enough money. Well, maybe they think if we give him a raise, he'll do better. Maybe. I think what they did was they actually I read about this morning. They went door to door sometimes with children. And Hey, go, go knock on the door, Billy. There's somebody at the door, honey. Who is it? I can't see. It looks like a little kid out there. My God, open the door. It may be lost. Can you please help me get air conditioning in my school? <laughs> who, who, where are you? I'm here with my friend. Oh, come on. And then they come up. Hi, we were here with a proposition to a sales tax increase so we can help little Johnny here not roast in his schools. Show him the burns you had. I passed out. What, how hot was it? It was 105. Oh, my God. Well, can we count on your support? Oh, absolutely. Here's some change. You know, I don't know if they did that, but they did go door to door with children. Apparently. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah, I just read it. So anyway, so yes, should kids not roast in school? You Get me wrong. You know, Dr. Tommy advocates for children roasting in school. No, Dr. Tommy advocates for people not uh, voting with their hearts instead of their brains. Because if you think adding a half a cent sales tax is going to... I mean, let's just look at it from a logistical standpoint. How much do air conditioners cost and how much do roofs cost? How much are we spending now on air conditioners and roofs? Mm-hmm. Are we spending so much on air conditioners and roofs that it is equal to a half a cent sales tax for the entire county for 10 years? That's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. But the blue wave, like we talked about, is is not happening in Florida, apparently. It crashed to the shores, and then by the time it got to Florida, it tapered off because uh, it appears that uh, Rick Scott is going to win, and uh, Andrew Gillum did not win. So those are, you know, Bill Nelson's longtime senator from Florida is not long is not going to be the senator pending recount, which is automatic, and then because it's twenty five thousand votes, and then we have um, uh, Ron DeSantis who is going to be the new governor, uh, having defeated Andrew Gillum. So Andrew Gillum was the up and coming next 
star, along with Beto O'Rourke, who also lost in, in, in Texas. It was mm-hmm. uh, heavily uh, funded by Hollywood and outside, uh, outside of Texas, heavily funded to take down Ted Cruz. didn't happen. So the blue wave didn't happen in Florida. But the tax wave did happen in Florida. Yes. And, and then also the homestead exemption. Oh, yeah. So, the, so we had like 13 amendments, it seems like. I don't know how many amendments we had. I can't remember. There was a hell of a lot of amendments. All of them passed. From everything from vaping. So we have a constitutional amendment now. So where you cannot vape inside of a building. But okay. You know, so let's take it at its face. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be able to. Whatever. Does it take an amendment to the Constitution to do that? The Florida Constitution? Yes. But, you know, that particular amendment... Was like tied was, to offshore drilling. Yes, and I was talking to Madison about that. So there was some amendments that um, they were just the the things that they they did not have anything in common: offshore drilling and vaping. Yeah. So I don't understand that. Why would they put them together? And then the judges, you know, retiring five yeah. years later or and whatever. Crime victims' rights. You know, these are things, and this is it makes it difficult to vote. Well, this is a this is a good example of the dangers of a direct democracy. And why do I say that? Well, people always talk about, well, we're a democracy, we're a democracy. Hell no, we're not a democracy. Because right. a democracy is majority rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the case of the, the, the amendments, they were a super majority rule, but they were still a majority rule situation. So in a democracy, in a pure democracy, you whatever the majority agrees on, that's it. So if the, like Walter Williams likes to say, you know, if, if the majority agrees that there's no more ham on on Thanksgiving, then guess what? You, you're going to eat turkey and like it because the majority has said there's no ham, no matter what the rights of the individuals are. So this is majority rule or democracy in action, direct democracy, and you'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's why I voted almost against all of them, not because of I didn't find any you know merit, but because they were confusing. And they were saying, is this a thing that should be in the Constitution? Or is this something that should be uh, done through the normal legislative process through representatives? Right. Um, At the dog racing. Right. The vaping. And I wonder, well, I know how people vote. I mean, obviously based on the results. So you see the offshore drilling and then the um, the vaping. I, predict, I don't care. I don't want people vaping. I don't want to be around it. And they puff all that smoke out. But then the offshore drilling, maybe I'm okay with offshore drilling. Yeah. What if you wanted one or the other? Well, here's the other thing. I mean... Does it take a constitutional amendment to, to say we can't vape? I personally would say, look, there's no laws against vaping. Mm-hmm. There's no laws for vaping. There's no law that says you can't vape. There's no law that says you have to vape. If you own a business and you want to have, if you want to call your business uh, Tampa Vape, and all you do is you walk in and there's nothing but a cloud of smoke in there and all the people are doing is vaping and you can't even see the other people. If you choose to do that, that's your business. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to patronize that, then that's your business. That's the way I look at it. But back to your point, yeah. So why did they couple these two? And it's probably done for some reason as, you know, oh, well, offshore drilling is bad. Most people agree with that. So let's go ahead and throw vaping in there too. I don't know who this is against vaping. I don't know who the people are against vaping except for, I guess, people who don't want to be around it. But I didn't know it was that big of a deal where we now have to have a constitutional amendment for it. Right. And the other thing that they voted for, which I did, I voted against, was control of gambling. So now control of gambling is up to the the citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I voted against that because not because I'm pro gambling, but I don't want the I don't trust the majority of people in Florida to be able to decide anything. 
very very well much less gambling right sure that's if, my goodness what if they the, say uh, we're going to vote that gambling is going to be in every city right the citizens are going to be uh, will be deciding and then we all we Pro clearly see how they just chose yeah. on the amendments yeah what if they decide that you know we're going <laughs> to throw more money out of our spend more money buying products so that's direct democracy for you I don't know some people some people think that the more the more you have direct democracy the better i say that's called mob rule Interesting though that uh, this uh, re-election, this election, there was a it was kind of a, a what they call it a referendum on mm-hmm. Trump, Donald mm-hmm. Trump. There's a, the blue wave was going to say, well, if Trump is good or Trump is bad, and so now the people who are following it, who are anti-Trump, say, look, this proves Trump. Trump's no good. Blue wave happened, not blue wave, blue trickle, whatever you want to call. It. Anyway, the the Democrats won back the House. They mm-hmm. got majority. Now they're going to, uh, you know, implement whatever policies they want. But this is a re- well. The truth is, is, is normally happens that the lose right. president loses president's party loses houses loses seats to the house. It happens almost all the time. Not all the time. Most all the time. So that, but they say, look, it's, it's still Trump's Trump has been rejected by the voters. This, now, what what is the real story of it? I think. Let's look at Donald Trump. What did Donald Trump accomplish or not accomplish in this election? Well, Donald Trump in Florida, at least, campaigned for uh, one person that I'm aware of for governor, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis, no disrespect to Ron DeSantis, was virtually unknown to the common Floridian. Right. I was not aware of who he was. No disrespect. What, what he was I'm just stating the facts. Unknown. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump out of nowhere or not out of nowhere, Donald Trump endorses him. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, Ron DeSantis leapfrogs Adam Putman, Putnam, who was known as a Florida nice, good guy. Uh, Everyone knows Adam Everybody Putnam. knows in Florida knows Adam Putnam. And he was projected, he was the heir apparent to the governorship. And I thought he would win it. And he probably thought that too. <laughs> he did too. But what is the key there? Back to Trump, the Trump effect. Well, Donald Trump, and Adam Putnam did not see eye to eye. Adam Putnam was, for all intents and purposes, if not never Trump, an anti-Trump. Right. And up until the point of past, even when he was nominated. So you have these never Trumpers who are never Trumpers. Mike Huckabee was a never Trumper, I believe. And then once Trump was said, look, Trump's the nominee. We're going to get Trump. I might as well support Trump. And then Trump starts winning. They say, hell yeah, I really support Trump. Mm-hmm. That's one version of the never Trumpers who basically overcome their 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 feelings then you have these other never trumpers who are like look i'm not never trump now but i really don't like the guy and i'm not gonna really help him along and i'll take whatever wins we can get from him with him but i'm, I'm never going to support him and then you have the never trumpers like uh max boot bill crystal uh george will um who else um these are people who have who have stake their claim on being never Trump so far that they actually, most of them have now left the Republican party or say they're no longer affiliated. Uh, they're independents because Donald Trump is so uh, despicable to them. So that's, well, Adam Putnam fell into the camp of I'm going to support his policies. I still think probably he's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And so what did that do? Well, think about it. Adam Putnam lost to DeSantis. DeSantis is unknown. A no name, yes. DeSantis won against Gillum, who, according to the polls at least, was going to trounce DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And so DeSantis came, uh, sorry, Trump came a few days before the election in Fort Myers, down where Madison is, 
and stumped for uh, Donald or Rick DeSantis. Trump stumped for DeSantis. They had Rick Scott there. They had a big rally. Blah blah blah. Uh, Gillum went or loses by a percentage, one point. Well, I wonder if Adam Putnam would have won because a lot of the, if Trump supported Adam. Well, is what no, you're saying? no. Let's say let's say that Adam Putnam beat DeSantis, but he still had this lukewarm feeling towards Trump. Would Trump have come to Florida? Hard to tell. Hard to say. Governor Scott Walker, former governor, now former governor, I was still governor, but outgoing governor will be Wisconsin, two-term governor, was the star of the Republican Party. Uh, during 2016, he was a favorite to be the nominee. He, he washed out in the primaries. Now he's lost his bid to be the third-term governor of Wisconsin. He was also a lukewarm Trumper. Actually, never a Trump. Not a, he's a never Trumper, maybe, and that he's, he didn't like Trump. Let's put it that way. Put him in the camp of he's I'll, I'll take what we can get with him, but I prefer that Donald Trump never ran uh, the GOP. And so he's lost now. So so overall, it seems like people do well. Yes. With the Trump effect. That's right. But, they do well with. But we're uh, supposed to think he didn't. Right. They like to say that, but clear, it's obvious. I mean, Trump was voted in two years ago and they're still. Taking his advice, they're they're suggesting that Ron DeSantis is going to be, you know, a good governor. And what happened? He was right. chosen to be governor. So either the news media can say whatever they want to say, but well, here, here, okay, now let's go back the other way. What is the Obama effect on the on the election? So that's the Trump effect. I think Trump campaigned for four candidates, like directly in their state, came to their state. Uh, Claire McCaskill lost to Josh Hawley for senator in Missouri. That was what we call a. That was one of the toss-up states, they said. It was a, oh, what okay. they call them. That's where Trump went last, That's right? That's where Trump went last, the, the night before the election. Mm -hmm. He was there with Rush and Sean Hannity, and they had a big big 6,000-seat uh, arena. It was filled. Anyway, so he campaigned for Josh Hawley. He campaigned for DeSantis and Rick Scott in Florida. Two other places he campaigned directly. Now, he campaigned for others via Twitter, saying, I endorse this person. Mm -hmm. They may not have won. But the four people who he did candidate... Uh, who he did campaign for directly in person won Barack Obama similarly was here in Florida before the election with Bill Nelson, Andrew Gillum, both lost. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I didn't confirm this independently, but of the people that he can't, he, that he did campaign for directly all lost. So what are we to make? That's of interesting, that? isn't it? What are we to make of that? People like where our country's going. I think, I you know I, was, I thought about that too. I was like, well, you know, they were saying, well, Democrats going to win, Republicans going to lose. I'm like, okay, let's say let's say you are anti-Trump, never Trump. What what else do you want? Yes, what else do you possibly want? Well, last night we heard a man speaking about. I mean, this man was speaking from his heart. Really, uh, he used to be Republican, but he was voting Democrat because he was all for hope. And um, what new ideas, I, new ideas, and not. I wish though he would not anger. He said or something. Oh well, something about voting out of fear. Yeah, he didn't want to vote out of fear. He wanted to vote for something. Right, but I wish he would have said specifically what it is he wanted. Well, I tell you what they want, and I'm not going to put words in their mouth. But this is what I think they want. I think people who are very unhappy. I know people who are Democrats who are sad that they lost. Not those people, but people who are now. You know, borderline, you know, T Trump derangement syndrome, let's say the stage three and four people 
So if you have Trump derangement syndrome stage three and four, you have delusions about Trump. You think he's a white nationalist. You think every word he says is dog whistle. You think he wants to, as Joe Biden says, put you back in chains if you're black. So you're you got you got delusions. Okay, then you have stage three. You are attacking others who support Trump, saying they also are those. So you support Trump, therefore you know Trump is a white nationalist. So so are you. Even if you're black, you're still a white nationalist. You know, even if you're Candace Owen or um, Kanye West, you're still a white nationalist. So then stage four is where you have physical agitation from your derangement. And then you start attacking the Supreme Court. You're trying to open these big, giant doors with your fingers. It's not going to happen. You can't do it. It's impossible. You get taken out at rallies. You're convulsing. There's the security guards. That's stage four. That's that's incurable. Let's be honest. That's incurable. (laughs) There's no treatment. There's treatment. It's incurable. (laughs) Anyway, so... If you're a stage three or four, this is what you want, I think. You want no borders. You want everything free. Housing. You want free medical care. You want mm-hmm. confiscation. You want mm-hmm. confiscation of guns. Yes. You want confiscation of uh, wealth. You want redistribution. You are a full-on, I think, I think, now I may be wrong, but if you're Trump derangement syndrome, stage three or four, that's what you want. Basically, you want to turn our society as it is completely over and you're getting you thought that's what you're getting with Barack Obama for eight years and you, you got you got some free stuff but you didn't get all the stuff I think that's what you want but I don't know no I think you're absolutely right because I mean otherwise I mean in all due respect to people who are not Trump supporters but I, the, the economy is doing well you get more pay in your um, you, in your paycheck I mean, well, the one thing, though, that hasn't seemed to happen, the insurance, that still seems to be an issue. I think the mandate went away, yeah. but I think obviously we still need to work on. Um, yeah, insurance situation still up in the air. And that's yes. what someone said, that the voters are voting on health care and they didn't feel like the Republicans were addressing health care. So the Republicans came out and did their usual knee, knee uh, re, you know, reflex. They're, we're going we're to work on health care now. So now they're going to cook the books now try to do something with insurance when they should just get the hell out of healthcare completely yes. as much as possible, wind down all the federal programs that they can mm-hmm. return those to the States, give people as much freedom as they can mm-hmm. completely deregulate the uh, insurance market to where people can buy packages that pay for everything if they want it. And people can buy packages that pay for nothing if they want it. Right. Why uh, should we have to have one size fits all? Healthcare? Yeah, I am. I am still surprised though. I am surprised because the mandate is gone. I'm surprised that insurance is the premiums are still increasing. I'm, well, that's because oh. that's the ACA insurance. Oh, that's true. Right. And, you know, they're saying, well, that's because of Trump. Now the, and that's the, that's the game they're going to play now. So look, because of Trump, since he removed this threat that if you don't buy insurance, you're going to get in trouble. Now people aren't buying it. And now look, now your insurance is going up. You better tell your congressman that Trump better reinstitute the penalties. It's a, but anyway, it's a work in progress. Uh, I think that the better, the best that we can do as uh, the best thing that you ever do is if you're, if you're a voter is to have a very, very high level of suspicion. Anytime the government says that they are going to be able to fix something because their track history is that they cannot fix anything hardly. And I think the biggest threat to liberty in America today is this unfounded belief in the competency and fairness of the federal government and the ability of the federal government, government in general, but the federal government for sure. So how is it uh, being back? Are you? (laughs) 
Um, it's a little difficult some days. Yeah. The baby's with us, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to come in at midnight to do some work. Yeah, the baby is. But it's so it's wonderful that we get to bring her. The baby loves eating five ounces at a time every mm -hmm. four hours, every three hours. Mm -hmm. Sleeps for during the day 10, 15 minutes. At night, thankfully, sleeps eight hours sometimes. Seven, six. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes still wakes up. Yes. Yes. But it is. It is uh, nice that she is sleeping pretty. I mean, last night she woke up at three o'clock, but she wants to eat and go right back to bed. <laughs> Yeah, she but, likes she likes to eat up to the point of vomiting, and then she's satisfied. It's like if you were to look at your your phone. Imagine that every time your phone dipped below ninety five percent, it just started blowing up, making all kinds of noises. That's her. Yes. Once her belly goes below ninety five percent, game over. But she's a bundle of joy. She's a healthy baby and is the most cutest little thing I could have ever imagined <laughs> very tired well thank you for joining us this is Dr. Tommy show follow us at drtommy.com for the for the clinical site d-o-c-t-o-r tommy.com that's our concierge medicine clinic here in Tampa Florida home of the highest sales tax in the state and then go to drtommyshow.com for further episodes and past episodes. Today's song of the week, I believe, is, oh, it's Audio Slave, I Am the Highway. So I thought for sure you'd have a lullaby on there. No. Bye-bye. <laughs> Get all kinds of junk calls. Anyway, I Am the Highway by Audio Slave. Until next time, bye-bye.